Oh, oh, we are live. We are in this. What is up, everyone? Hi, welcome into the Real Show podcast with Jose Partida of Soul Savvy. How you doing, Jose? I'm good, buddy. How are you doing, Mister? Um, uh, can Can I talk about what happened to you? I didn't even ask yeah, you. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Yeah, we can talk you're, about it. You're fresh off getting your uh, your vaccine. How do I you feel? know. I know. I feel. Uh, I feel normal. I feel good. So you feel the, good knowing you skipped the line. Well, I, as, let me tell you what happened. With? I didn't skip the line like you, okay? Um, it feels like you did, buddy. No, I didn't, though. First of all, uh, big thanks to Alamo Remedy, alamoremedy.com. Get your CBD products there. Lotions, tinctures, gummies, and capsules, seventeen ninety nine. 250 milligrams of CBD per product, and you're going to save 10% off with promo code... Unicorn. It's that easy. Alamoremedy.com for Texans by Texans. My favorite CBD company. They have supported the show and we should support them as well. Okay, so let's talk about it. Yes, I got the Pfizer. I'm part of the Pfizer gang gang. You did. What studies show that it can fight the variants that are out there because Pfizer, what, we the best. That's Apparently, how Apparently, uh, so can every other other vaccine? Yeah, so can the other ones because they pretty much do the same thing. But <laughs> What was the Pfizer headline the you headline. sent me? What was uh, that headline? Yeah. Was it? What blog was it from? But you, it like led with that headline, and I was like, "Damn, I wish I would have gotten that one." And then you texted me. You followed up with a text like, "Oh, it looks like all of them do." I was like, "Why isn't that in the lead?" Well, the reason it wasn't in the lead because the Pfizer one actually has studies being done. Oh, got you. Uh, or the studies have been released. I'm sure all so of them the are doing it. So the studies from Moderna. Are yeah, not they're. they're I'm sure you. they're going to come out within days as well, and it's going to show. It's going to do the same thing. So, um, of course, I signed up for it, I want to say three weeks ago, right? Thinking that, you know, we'll eventually get through, but I just want my information in there. I signed up with Harris County, with Fort Bend, and just we waited our turn. Uh, we being uh, myself and my wife. So, on Sunday... My wife. Uh, my wife. <laughs> that stupid... What was that sketch from? Uh, uh, the Burgers. Yeah, the it was The thing I like, sent you the other day, yeah. Yeah, that was so good. It's basically a, a cartoon sketch on like this is what we miss about being in an office space, and it's yeah. some guy just saying "my way" for like the whole time. It's so annoying. Anyways, back to the story. So on Sunday, I got a no Saturday. Let me back uh, backtrack here. Saturday, I get an email from Fort Bend County saying, "Hey, are you still interested in this uh, this vaccine that we've got out there? Are you, are you still interested? <laughs> I might be. They're I like, don't know. You've been, <laughs> well, I think the the problem is." Because people signed up for so many different places, right? Like yeah. if I had gotten through Harris County or if I would gotten at CVS or wherever, uh, they just wanted to confirm like, hey, you still interested? And I'm like, yes, very interested. I've been waiting my turn. Unlike some people on this podcast who just cut the line. Um, I was like, yeah, I definitely am interested. Filled it out. Didn't think about, you know, I just thought it'll probably be another week, two weeks. The yeah. next day we get an email. Um, I was actually at flag football and my wife sent me a text saying, Hey, I got through, um, to book an appointment. And then I checked my phone because the first thing I do is ch I check my text messages, make sure everything's good. Check my email. Sure enough on my appointments there. So we book our appointment for today. And I was like, ah, I don't think we're going to get through still. Like I still didn't believe we we're going to get it right because right. it's not our turn yet, but it turns out, I think they are starting to do more mass public vaccinations now. So no more. You know, you don't have to be in 1A or 1B. Officially, it's still 1A or 1B, but they're really, they're loosening up uh, some of the standards and requirements because mm. there were a bunch of high schoolers there today. Yeah, um, really? Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. 
So I, I did it through Fort Bend. We had to drive out to the Fort Bend County Fair grounds. Have you ever been there? No, of course not. <laughs> yeah, there's no reason for you to ever go there, not being a resident of Fort Bend County. Uh, I haven't been there in 20 years. Like it's been more than 20 years probably. So uh, we rolled out there and it was awesome. It was easy. Uh, we pulled up, parked. We went inside. It's a it's a huge uh, area uh, inside. It's not a convention center. It's just a you know like a lodge building almost. Yeah. And they had like 30 stations where you could get vaccinated. We probably walked in at four four o three and we left at five five o'clock. We were done. Probably you were there an hour. That. Yeah. Just like waiting in line or. Yeah, because there's okay. a lot of people. We had to wait. No, in no, line. yeah, yeah. The check-in process. Sure. Then you have to wait an extra 15 minutes, then the checkout process, all that. Um, yeah, I want to say it took about an hour, roughly. Let me think. Yeah, about yeah, like 45 minutes to an hour, and we were good. Super clean, super fast, um, really nice people. I almost – so I didn't know what to do in this situation because you're – like I still – like I got in. I didn't, I didn't lie on my form or anything. This is my form I filled out three weeks ago. Yeah. So when – you know, I sit down and the lady, you know, is like, hey, do you have any health issues? I said, no, I'm good. She goes, nothing. I was like, no, I'm good. She goes, so are you in the medical field or something? And I'm like, no, <laughs> like, um, oh, it must have been so uncomfortable for you. So I panicked and I was like, um, I work in the My dental. Wife. I said, My uh, wife is. not even that. I, so, because my wife asked me yesterday, she goes, what are you going to say if they ask you? And I was like, I don't think they're going to ask me. They're not allowed to. But they did. But I said, oh, I'll just say I work for my brother's dental clinic. So <laughs> that was the only Fraud. thing I could think of. <laughs> so I said, no, uh, I work in a dental office. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. And yeah, she goes, oh, okay, cool. And I was like, ah, oh, I feel so, I feel so, I feel like I'm Shame. cheating the system. Shame. But I really didn't cheat the system. But uh, yeah, I did get it. It was, uh, it was awesome. It felt, it felt really good getting it. Obviously a relief. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a little emotional. I, I don't know. It wasn't emotional for you, right? No, it wasn't emotional for me in that sense because mine was kind of just like, oh, do you want it too? And I was like, okay. I didn't really have time for it to sink yeah. in in that moment when I got it. Like, it was I just kind of like, was. okay, I guess I'm getting it. <laughs> the whole day I was excited. I'm like, I'm going to get my, finally I'm going to get the vaccine, right? Like, I mean, it's been such a long year and it's been oh, so crazy like, the, the amount of people that we've lost right like close people that we you know and and everything that's happened with it right and it's just like as soon as she put it in there i'm not gonna lie i got emotional <laughs> <laughs> and it took everything in me not to cry it was so weird oh, oh you're so corny <laughs> right like the, this is what america's about is what this, you said it it's, really it's... was that like it was so america strange. Man, it was the weirdest feeling, right? Because any of you us, you put your your gonna, hand over your heart. I didn't. I didn't put my hand over my heart, but I did. I looked away from the lady because I was <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> You're so corny. <laughs> I'm not the only one. Look, our friend Trey is listening. Trey, what's what up, up Trey? man? Trey said, "Dude, I cried too. Thank you, Trey. Thank you for backing me on this one." Um, and I don't know. It, it was just, yeah, it was overwhelming. Um, and we like, got other sorry go ahead and i was like and i still got one more to go like i'm not even officially done yet but this is the start right like you're, yeah. you're pretty much done now which is nice but uh yeah it was uh it was pretty cool man uh other than getting shamed by the lady who was about to vaccinate me but uh still, <laughs> that's, it felt that's really rich good. 
Yeah. Uh, Josh said they saw your uh, birth here and instantly approved you. I think that's an old joke. Man, see, that's not nice. We're at this point, Josh. Everyone is starting to get them. Okay, it doesn't have to be me. There was <laughs> low, literally low. a girl, like a like a high school girl, because she had a high school shirt on. That's wild. Yeah, she was a volleyball player, and I'm like, wait, what are you doing? I, I was under the impression they weren't giving it to high schoolers yet. That's what I thought, too. She must be a senior because it's 18 and over. Maybe yeah. she works or in a dental office. No, sorry, 16 and over. It's 16 and over. No, she doesn't She doesn't work at a dental office, ass. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> and, and to be fair, to be fair, Jose... <laughs> I have been working some stuff for my brother, no, like doing. I've like been doing graphics? marketing for him. Yeah, I've been doing his, his digital <laughs> marketing. So count. technically, I do work for a dental office. All right, so thank you, frontline. But you're not putting yourself guy. at risk. Yeah, because I'm removing myself from the risk, but still, the risk is there. So yeah, <laughs> me pretty much a hero today. Okay. Sammy um, says uh, they saw how thick you were. So you got instant approval. That they did. That hey, I was wearing a pretty tight shirt. I, frankly, I you was. You bought like, out man, the ABC pants for your for your vaccine. Oh yeah, of course. That's you the didn't have to hit the nurses with the ABC pants, dog. No, I had the ABC pants. I got a job my, to do. I also had my Lululemon five year basic tee on, and <laughs> I was kind of disappointed. Okay, I'm gonna be a little. I'm gonna be a little vanity reveal here. You know your boy's been hitting the gym hard because I have a lot of free time. I got the equipment in my garage. When I lifted up my sleeve, I kind of wanted the nurse to say something like, "Ooh, we got a muscular okay. one here." <laughs> she didn't say anything. nothing. Oh, nothing. Man. She because she couldn't get past the fact that I was lying. <laughs> lying about working at a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I didn't even get a. I didn't even get like a flick. Like, ooh, this needle might break or something. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing from her, so I guess I gotta start hitting the weights a little bit harder. But man, it was a, it felt really good. It was nice. Shout out to Fort Bend County, man. It's uh, it's awesome. They did a really good job with it. There was no confusion. Like I was afraid it was gonna be a lot like your experience, right? But your experience was also a month ago when we're relatively new in this process. I'm sure Fort Bend County at some point was very confusing as well. Like yeah. as you get used to it, you know, day by day you get better at it. But um. It, there was no confusion. Like literally you walk in, you, you, if you did everything, you know, you did your check-in online, you got your QR code, boom, you, you get in. Damn, Fort Bend's got QR codes? Yeah. Different and, lifestyle and We made our there. appointment. I have we to write down all my, yeah. my notification information for mine. That's what I was confused about because you were telling me like you have to call and make oh, an yeah. appointment. No, they, they're like, hey, we made your second appointment 30 days or 21 days from now. Uh, you'll be back here. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. Perfect. We'll no, be here. Mine was nothing like that. Yeah. I was like, there's no choice because you obviously implanted the RFID chip in me. So you know where I am. I have to show up. <laughs> Harris so Cannon was like, all right, you figure this shit out now. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm very grateful that I got it. Um, man, I was listening to, uh, so we got John, uh, John Lee's going to join us today of Comicast. Uh, we're going to talk about WandaVision, the season finale, as well as this whole uh, season. Uh, and actually, I want to bring him in for this one, if you don't mind, uh, Jose, oh, yeah, because course. it's a sports radio uh, thing that uh, I was uh, listening to. What's up, Jong? How you doing, hey, buddy? Jong. How you guys doing? Doing all right. Good friend of the show, Jong Lee. I'm going to change this format up. Is this better for everyone? Yeah. Um, we can see Jong's face now. Yeah. Mm, do you is... want to see that, though? Yeah, we do. We <laughs> do. I miss your face. You. Um, so, Jong, uh, welcome in, buddy. I'm going to catch up with you in just a second, but I do want to get your thoughts on this. 
So um, I was listening to a radio station in town that I think we're all familiar with. And like some people on there are just, um, they're like, I just don't want to get the vaccine because I just don't want to, don't, I don't like tell, you know, people telling me what to do and stuff. And I'm like, man, like this is so strange. And that's fine. Like that's your opinion. If you don't want to get it, cool, whatever, right? And then today I was listening to John and Lance and Dell, of course. Um, and I normally don't go on Twitch. I just normally listen either in my car when I'm dropping baby tricks or off, or if I'm on my phone, I, I, I use the app. And I went on Twitch today for some reason because the app was freezing up, surprise. And <laughs> so I go on there. <laughs> Did you guys know that the Twitch section of a sports radio station is like QAnon? It oh, is, really? It is so bad. It, I've been made aware. With this. Yeah, you've been aware of this. Right? I've, I've told yeah. you about that uh, a lot, Jose. Because um, people send like screenshots to us. Like, do you guys know this is happening? I'm like, I don't, I don't work there. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what happens at that station outside of John Lance, right? And Dell. Um, but John, you dealt with it as a producer. You were checking the text messages, right? Like the text messages, the text line was pretty much QAnon before QAnon. Well, I kind of avoided the text messages because Fred kind of dealt with that and I had, you know, enough on my plate. But uh, I guess, I mean, I, it doesn't surprise me. Um, I guess we have a, a wide, we had a wide a range of listeners and usually the people that will text you are the ones that are generally, generally they're your P1s and your P2s mm -hmm. where they're very invested in your radio station and our demographic was that kind of related, you know, a not I wouldn't say conspiracy theorist related, but it's like if if you had an educated guess, you would kind of you kind of guess where they were leaning. Mm -hmm. That was a very politically yeah. correct answer. Here you go. I'm going to put this up. Is sports radio chat room Q and online? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put that you up there that for ready. a periscope. I have I'm, no. I just made it right now. See, as my eye is all messed up and all that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was just strange, dude. Like I, I was like, "Wow, this is weird. This is what's happening." And then I, I logged off. I was like, "I don't want this. I don't want this energy in my life. I'm good. I'm out." You here. don't think it's trolls? No, these are people with like their names on it. Mm. Um, and there were some names on there that I recognized that would troll on Twitter and would say some racist ass stuff to me. I don't know if they did it to other people. Uh, but they had the same stuff on there as well. And I guess this is just their place to go because they probably got banned or, you know, Twitter. They probably got muted by a lot of people on uh, on Twitter. So they just end up going to Twitch. But, yeah, it was strange. And I will not be back there. It was uh, it was pretty weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me get up all these comments real quickly. There are some different things uh, people wanted to talk about real quickly. Um yeah, El Jefe says, okay, what's the name of the dentist you work for, Raheel? Uh, his name is Crentis. <laughs> Actually, no, I had everything ready. I had the whole backstory in my head. Jong, I got my my uh, vaccine today. Oh, nice. And the lady called me out like, why are you getting it today? Even though I, I got in perfectly legally, okay? It was all good, sure. no lying. And I just said, oh, could I work at a dental office? Because that's what my brother does. <laughs> that's what, So that's what people are making jokes. You got about. in there so correctly and so right that you had to lie about it. Yeah. yeah well, uh, I got mine too. Oh, yeah, but oh, I got both of mine already. Yeah. Jose got bitches. it. Jose was like the second day that the state no, had it. He got day. it. Okay. So there's a there's a retirement community right now missing a patient because Jose took that <laughs> shot. <laughs> um, 
Nabil says, you think we're going to push hard for herd immunity in Texas now that the state is opening soon? I think they were pushing for herd immunity before all of that, before the mandate is supposed to expire tomorrow. The oh, mask God, mandate. That's tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow. I think they were pushing that. It's just the resources, how many um, doses you can get and how many people to administer all that and people there to help with all that because it's a huge effort. John, where'd you get yours? Uh, I signed up through the city and um, I went to Del Mar Stadium and they, you know, they use the entire parking lot as a, they put cones and you, you know, you basically, it's a drive through. And when I went, there was not many people there. Um, you have to sign up. There's a website. They'll text you. Hey, sign up here. And you select your time slot, your day. There was like 12 different lanes. That I guess you can, you can go. Um, mm. There was a lot. I mean, it's very, very big. Uh, yeah, the, the area that we went to, and um, it seemed like nobody was signing up. And there was a, it was eerily empty. I would figure that because um, the time slots were like three minutes apart, and you oh, would think that right. you'd have a lot of people rolling through there. But um, yeah, and I, I've I, I work with uh, I'm working at uh, a high school right now, and uh, I was talking to a couple of teachers, and they're saying that. Hey, there's actually a lot of vaccines out there. It's just they're holding them for these older people and Jose. And um, <laughs> they just, a lot of these older people don't know how to sign up for these vaccines. Yeah. So they still haven't released group D, I guess we'd say, or group yeah. number two. So there's still a lot out there. And if you guys have, you know, older family members that need the vaccine, please help them sign up so we can get this yep. uh, moving along. I did see, so what time yeah, sorry, was your was your appointment? Because I actually like got both of mine. Okay, so that kind of makes sense. That's they close at five thirty, if I remember correctly. That's the only reason I got mine in the first place was because I took my mom to get hers, and they were about to close. Uh, it was right before five thirty when they were closing, and they had leftovers, so they told me, "Hey, just either take it or we're gonna have to throw it away. Either way, it's getting it's getting used." So that's why I got it in the first place. I got it at Del Mar too. And when I went for the second one, it was a lot more organized than it was the first one. Yeah. There was like three checkpoints. The first checkpoint to confirm on your phone that you had the, the appointment. The second checkpoint was to write down your name and to give you the slip that you just hand to the nurses. And obviously the third station was uh, where you got the vaccine. But yeah, like as you mentioned earlier, like it's it's a month, month, a month of time has made a lot of difference with how, how in terms of organization with all of this. Mm -hmm. Do you guys feel any side effects? Uh, after the second one, I just felt really tired. Like it was like a, a sudden like wave of exhaustion. I just came home and I slept for like three hours, and the next day I had a headache. That was it. John, did you get both of your doses or just one? I got my first one on Friday, so I don't okay. get another one until next month. But uh, yeah, I, uh, my first one, I was, I got home, I took a nap at like at nine, and woke up at eleven. I was, I, it felt like I took a Benadryl. I was, wow. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it just hit me. And then, yeah. and then uh, the next morning I usually get up at like six 30. I, I, I slept in until almost seven and I'll like, say, Oh no, I'm late. And I was drowsy the whole day. Which one did you get? Moderna. Yeah. <laughs> Moderna. Moderna losers. <laughs> You're a Pfizer boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. Pfizer, <laughs> what's up? That's what we're holding down the P son. <laughs> Pfizer. Shown to fight against the variants while you Moderna Android users. I don't even know what 
I don't even know what you guys are doing, pretty much. Just, I don't even know if it's a sugar water. I don't know. <laughs> Do you see Josh's uh, latest comment? Y'all hear about the dude that was hospitalized because he got both doses the same yeah, day? I saw that. Is dude. that real? Yeah, yeah, that's real. Some guy got uh, some guy got both of them that same day. How does that happen? <sighs> like, oh man, it's nuts, man. Uh, so what happens in that case? Do you get full on COVIDs? I don't know. I have no idea. I man, I don't know. Um, That's weird. Angel says, "Is Johnson and Johnson Boost Mobile?" No, Johnson and Johnson is what you want. The Verizon. One, yeah, like one one dose, you're done. You don't have to come back. Uh, I don't know. I, that's what I was hoping for. I thought we'd go in there, and like a representative would be like, "Well, welcome into the Fort Bend County Fairgrounds." Um, so we've got our three different vaccines here. We've got the Pfizer. We've got the Moderna, Johnson and Johnson. They all have their pros. They all have some cons. Uh, which one were you looking at right now? I thought it'd be like a really, <laughs> no. you know, uh, a tailored experience. <laughs> and no. We'd get to... <laughs> no, There's no time for like... that. <laughs> no, they're like, go, go. There's a booth right there right now. So uh, I haven't had any side effects, John. Uh, my arm is sore. That's it. I took a Tylenol as soon as I got back into the car. And that, that's about it. Uh, I'm sure it'll hit me tonight um, because, of, you know, the rush of doing this podcast has kept me awake and excited. So, yeah, I'm good right now. Man, we're getting a lot of comments right now. Look at John bringing in the listeners. I love it. John, <laughs> you are a beast. Okay, uh, Omar says, Jose, did you tell the people that you work at Foot Locker and then they just put you in the front of the line? No, <laughs> you that's heard not he's what working happened. At, John, you heard uh, he left radio to work for Foot Locker, right? I don't work for Foot yeah. Locker, no. I was like, man, like you must hate media that much just to yeah. go – Put on a referee shirt and go sell shoes. Retail. Yeah, <laughs> he's working remotely for Foot Locker. <laughs> he doesn't even get to put on his shirt. <laughs> no, nah, man. Screw he's, you guys. He is Jose is killing it. Okay, I'm so happy for him. I know you are too, John. Oh yeah, me uh, too. I sent him a text when uh, when whenever. Oh, actually, I think uh, I think Jose sent me a text and we went back and forth. And yeah. very happy for you, man. That's um, not the best Thank place to to, no. to be working. <laughs> no, you don't want to work here as right a producer. Now. Maybe the worst place to work as a producer. Uh, Sammy says the Raheel and Dell show had the culture booming and they had to get y'all out the paint. <laughs> that shit makes so much sense now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that one will never <laughs> that one will never get old, John. That that uh <laughs> how that show was pulled, but that's a story for another day. Uh Brandon's listening. What's up, Brandon? Uh he says hi to you as well. Um Brandon Hannon. What's up, guys? Thank you, everyone, for the nice words. And we're going to get into our conversation. We have a lot to talk about. So uh, that's the vaccine stuff. If you have questions, you can definitely ask. Um, I did not offer the nurses free insoles. <laughs> to get, to skip the line, Sammy. That did not happen. Hey, yo, uh, hey while you're here, ma'am, giving me the hey, you shot. Got you know, we've, got these, me? we've got these socks here as well. Six pack right now. It's on special. I got you. <laughs> Man. How is Foot Locker? Are they still doing commission, or is it different now, Jose? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't. One, I don't know because I don't work there. <laughs> no, I'm genuinely asking you this, do, not because do, of the jokes. Two, I think they do still work by commission. They have to, right? I think so. Yeah. Man, that's got to be tough working and doing that right now against the online competition. Well, you while we're are... on that, while we're on that subject, I went mm -hmm. to the mall this weekend for like the first time in like over a year. And, like, the stores are, like, ghost towns. Like, the mm -hmm. amount of inventory they don't have is, like, so daunting. Like, Which mall did you go to? Uh, Willowbrook here on uh, on the Jersey Village side of town. Okay. 
And which it, has and been you went same. You went the same time. Renovated significantly. Sorry, what were you saying? I said you went at the same time as I did to the Galleria a couple of weeks ago, Saturday, uh, two o'clock ish, and I told yeah. you it was like, it felt like a normal weekend, like nothing was happening, like this, like the governor had already lifted all the sanctions, every <laughs> mandates, like it was, man, Galleria was living in the future. John, have you been out and about uh, much? Yeah, I try to keep it safe though. I uh, we. If we get to a place where there's a lot of people, we just kind of turn like restaurants and stuff. If there's a lot of people there, we try to turn around and stuff. Um, I, I think we frequent Target um, from time to time, uh, grocery stores. Um, I mean, I, I, I think we try to do it smartly. Uh, we don't, we're not like locked in our home, but we're uh, making sure that we're protected and we get home, we wash our hands and stuff like that. But yeah, it's been uh, it's been it's been quite a ride. Uh, I'm I'm glad that this is we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three of us should be going to Concrete Cowboy tomorrow, though. I know. Well, they party that up. They canceled, they canceled it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly Wait, what's going on? It. They're doing no, a mask-free party. They uh, caught a lot of flack for promoting a maskless. Uh, I guess take your mask off party. And the owner came out and said, oh, no, we're not going to do it. But, of course, they're not going to do it, you know? Yeah. Gosh, man. Like, everyone Cringe. just wants to do something to feel important. Like, oh, look, it's about me. It's about me. It's so uh, it's so disgusting. Just And we saw what happened with Picos, the, the Mexican restaurant. Yeah, like, like when you have uh, a podcast with a co-host and you don't put his name on it. <laughs> You're coming yeah. in. Am I coming in slow or are you guys coming in slow? Let me see. I'm trying to figure this out. John, can you hear us? Mm-hmm. I got you. Okay. I think, Jose, your internet's acting up again. Mm. What are you talking about? I'm fine. I'm That's here. Right. Okay. That's what you okay, get for stealing that you. vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> man, tell Soul Savvy to up your speed, man. Get you to gig speed, bro. Hey, man. Uh, I'm working okay. on it. So uh, let, let's get into WandaVision real quickly. This is why we have John Lee on. And, John, we're going to talk WandaVision, then we'll go through all of our other nonsense that I have on the board here as well. Uh, it is a school night for you, so I don't want to keep you too late because I know like you have to get up pretty early. Yeah, I don't uh, go to bed until like 1230, though. So Really? Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, you're good. All right, so let's do this. Uh, WandaVision, if you haven't watched it by now, the, the series or the series finale, this is your time to exit the podcast, whether you're watching live or listening on audio. We are going to do a spoiler breakdown okay so i'm just giving you a heads up right now plenty of time for you to eject and you know i hope you come back next week or hope you fast forward about 10 minutes and find us but uh at this point if for those who are interested i think they've watched the series finale so we're going to jump into it all right uh i'm going to open it up with you john because you are representing comic cast and michael carroll could not be here today he wanted to but he just had some other stuff going on so shout out to michael carroll one of our favorite people in the world um, go for it, John. Your breakdown of the entire season and that series finale. Man, man, what a good job. Um, we are. I I didn't know what to expect. I knew like the plot points, the big plot points of what was going to happen. They set it up as a um, as a sitcom, and we got that with the first um, what six seven episodes, uh, moving through the decades and stuff, and and then. Episode seven, you know, hits you like a truck where you go through, uh, no, was it seven or eight? Was it eight? Where they went through uh, Wanda's life and stuff like that. And yeah, that was, eight. It was yeah, so eight. good. And then when we got to eight, 
I was like, man, there just can't be one more episode. It felt like something else needed to happen. And I, I was, I was kind of like between the, the week when episode eight aired and in that week where episode nine was coming up, I was like, man, there has to be like an episode 10. And it turns out there wasn't an episode 10, but I thoroughly enjoyed the show. Um, I know a lot of people complained about how episode one, two, and three were very weird and this whole sitcom thing. And and I, and me and Michael talk about this all the time. Me and Michael and probably even you guys, we're probably, in terms of consuming this content, every Marvel content, every DC content, we're probably in the 90, 90th percentile. I, I would say that a lot of people are very casual fans, which I'm not saying it's bad, but you know, we follow it pretty closely and we kind of knew what was going to happen, what to expect with the first, especially with the first two episodes. And I had no problems with it. I know some people that were uh, very casual followers had um, negative things to say about episode one and two, but I like the way that they put small little weird things at the end of each episode one and two. And then mm -hmm. it got progressively weirder and by the end of episode eight i kind of sat there and was like man this is such a fantastic show um and it's so well done and episode nine i i, I enjoyed episode nine i was a little let down that there wasn't another episode but out of 10 i would probably give it an 8.9 to 9.1 it was fantastic mm-hmm it was uh see i think episode one and two you could appreciate them if you war into all of the avengers you've seen the characters develop and you've seen them act and i've said this before it was awesome to see both of those actors take that spirit of that character and then put a whole new spirit into it with the style of the sitcom and yet keep the essence of both wanda and vision right like that's a hard thing to do to take a character we all know how they act how they talk their mannerisms and rebuild it but also keep that essence like that was tough to do i thought it was one of the best acting jobs i've seen in a long time for both of those uh both those actors uh, and actors um so that was really cool and then then we got the marvel side of things right like once you stick out one and two then you get the marvel uh little tangents in there you get a little bit of monica you get a little bit of ooh, is that uh sword oh is that shield what happened to shield like you start getting these questions of marvel related things and then then the whole story just took over and the whole show became the show and it was awesome like it was a great thing it was a lot like mandalorian to me like we're going in with a storyline right like we know what 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 the characters are we kind of know the universe and all this but we have no idea where this series is going and i thought it was the same thing as season one of mandalorian that it was cool like we knew the background but it was so different it was so unique and it was a fun ride. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't like the series finale that much, I'll be honest. It just felt like it played out too perfectly for me. Um, there wasn't that big twist that I was looking for. But it sets up the future of that character in the Scarlet Witch. And it sets up a multiverse. Uh, if you stuck it out through the end of the credits, you heard the, 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 the boys in the background, right? So mm -hmm. is that a multiverse? Is that a dream? We don't know. But... It just sets up for something crazy. Maybe it's Doctor Strange. So those are my thoughts. Jose? Yeah, I mean, I'm, my thoughts are generally b what both of you guys said. The first couple episodes I love thoroughly just as an, a guy who's grown up watching a bunch of television like his whole life. And then 
just watching how they transitioned from the Dick Van Dyke show to freaking Malcolm in the Middle and Modern Family. Like that transition was just like, mwah, like just so like geek. I felt like such a geek watching all of that. And it was there was little tidbits that they would always leave as John mentioned, and some of them weren't even resolved. Like all the all the uh, all the uh, God, what is the villain agency? I can't remember right now. The Hydra stuff that was in the first couple episodes was never really resolved. Like, but there was all those tidbits. And ultimately, I think I'm uh, my thoughts align a lot with you, Rahil, in which I really, really liked all, the whole series. And episode eight was just just pulling at your heartstrings for 45 minutes. And then I'm like with what Jong mentioned, episode nine came in. And it just felt like, well, where's the next episode? Because there wasn't enough resolution to this for me. It ultimately felt like it wasn't a proper series finale. And I'm under the impression there won't be a next season. So obviously everything else will play out in the next round of the cinematic uh, universe in, in terms of films. But it just kind of felt like what really got resolved. Like I was really unsatisfied with the with the finale of, of the show with uh, whatever. I can't remember New Vision's name. Just kind of like realizing, like, oh, I have all these memories. And then, yeah, White Vision. And then he just dips <laughs> for no with no explanation. He just disappears. And then like. He saw that the, he has two kids, and he's like, "I'm out, <laughs> this bitch." And, and Wait, like, really, my kids? I'm out. <laughs> and the vision from her, the fantasy she's formed, is gone. But somehow her kids aren't. Like, I don't like. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be explained, and maybe I just need to have the the patience to allow them yeah. to explain it to us. But I just did not leave the ninth episode really satisfied with with how it ended. Uh, Sammy says, "What are Jong's opinions on?" Vishon, who was, I don't know if you saw this, when uh, he was wearing the mock turtleneck. Yeah, with the chain. Fred, yeah, he was wearing the Fred Fowler. And he, somebody photoshopped the chain into him. Man, it was, that was Photoshop, right? Because I don't remember the chain. <laughs> he was on not him. wearing the yeah. chain. Yeah, okay, I was trying to make he sure. He wasn't wearing the turtleneck either. Oh, it wasn't. I thought he was no, wearing a turtleneck. He wasn't, I don't think he was. He wasn't wearing a turtleneck. I thought he was. He wasn't. Okay. No. Uh, See, that's what happens when we spend all our time on Twitter. We think it's real. Uh, but what did you guys think about about all that was the, hilarious. Uh, the memes that came afterwards? Because that was fantastic. Oh, that was so great. Uh, it's just it, the, the one of the other ones is when Vision and um, uh, Kat Dennings' character, uh, Darcy, they're sitting in that, in that truck and then Vision just looks at her and that turns into a meme. And they put that... They put that hat on Vision as a <laughs> meme. Uh, it's just like, oh man, so many good stuff. So many good stuff has come out with this one and Mandalorian. Um, mm -hmm. They've been memeing everything, and it's it's great. Um, and I I, I third like when Netflix basically gave us binge watching. I never thought in my mind that I could go back to watching every week. And then the boys did something weird this past season yeah. where they said, hey, we're going to release episodes weekly. And people re review bombed the crap out of that show. Yeah. And in hindsight, you look at it, you're like, actually, this might be the way to go because Mandalorian did the same thing. And, yeah. and Game of Thrones did it. Yep. But and people like, keep talking yeah. about it. And same with WandaVision. Isn't yeah. it funny what's old is new again? Mm -hmm. yep you're so right man um it, it's the way to do it right like you get a week to to decompress and 
research a little bit. If you if you're into that and if you're not, you have something to do, right? Like I brought up Carlos Correa with Nuno because we were talking about that. Like this show attracted so many new viewers. I never knew Carlos Correa was a Marvel guy, but he was so sad. He posted like, man, Friday nights will never be the same (laughs) without WandaVision, right? And it's it's interesting because they're not even the two most popular characters. They're not even the top like 15 of popular characters from the last phase of Marvel, yet they carried a show and they brought in a bunch of new uh, people. By the way, Disney Plus, hashtag the brand, ABC 13, what's up Disney Plus? um a hundred million subscribers Mm -hmm. they were uh yeah 2024 was their goal to get 80 million that was their goal and they surpassed that in (laughs) two years it's been about two years since disney plus has been out a year and a half maybe so uh big ups to them man congratulations uh and by the way download the abc 13 app where you can watch (laughs) no layups exclusively ad got you guys so yeah, it was awesome. Uh, so the big question, Jong, for it, look, I'm a casual comic book guy, right? Like you, you're hardcore. You have a, a successful podcast that focuses on comic books and and the culture around it. I thought Magneto was coming out. Like I thought this was going to be the ultimate welcome to Marvel, welcome to Disney X Men property. Here we go. So that doesn't happen. But Sammy has a good point here. Does Jong think they're setting up the Avengers versus X Men? Because I believe in the comics, Scarlet Witch starts all the drama. Is that is that what's about to happen in the next phase? I don't think so. Not right now. Um, I eventually we may get there, but there was a lot. And, and the the comic I, I believe Sammy's referring to is House of M, and they kind of did that here because Wanda goes. Wanda kind of goes chaotic and destroy basically kill, kills a lot of people and. Um, and it just kind of goes crazy. And this kind of we kind of saw that in um, in WandaVision and Elizabeth Olsen um, talked about it while she was promoting the show um, about how she loved House of M and how crazy uh, Wanda got. And we saw elements of that here. So I don't think they'll go back to revisit the character because right now you're, ta- you're, you're, you're you look at the character, and you're kind of like, there's no point of making her crazy again. So I think that we'll probably move on from that and she'll probably become one of these supporting characters that pops up in everybody else's movie. And I don't think we get a season two. I don't think that there's a point of getting a season two. Um, so she'll probably, I mean, I know for, for a fact, she's going to be in Dr. Strange, uh, multi multiverse of madness and Dr. Strange is going to be in Spider-Man. And so going forward, X-Men, I don't envision the X-Men coming out until closer to 2030. Um, oh. Fantastic Four, oh. Fantastic. Well, I, I mean, comparative to now, because Fantastic yeah. Four, I, I believe, is 2023. So you're looking at it and you want the Fantastic Four, Four franchise to grow a little bit and then start introducing the mutants, uh, the mutant franchise. We we may get a first movie like 2025, 2026. Um, but that's not to say that we won't see our first mutant. Um, okay. I think we may. One of the earliest possibilities that we could see a first mutant is in Black Panther 2. Now with Chadwick passing away, RIP, um, the perfect person to introduce in Black Panther 2 would have been Storm because in, in the comics, Storm and Black Panther 
have a little thing, but I maybe we see that and her being a queen of one of the countries around Wakanda. So there could be something like that. We could see, I don't think this happens, but Rogue and um, Captain Marvel have um, ties in the in the comics. That's how basically how Rogue gets her powers. We may be we may see a Charles Xavier appearance in maybe a Fantastic Four movie. I think the first time we see a mutant is in one of the bigger franchise movies. Kong the Conqueror, Conqueror is supposed to be in uh, the next Ant Man movie, which has a lot of ties with uh, Fantastic Four and with mutants. So there's a lot of different opportunities for Marvel to play with here. And I don't think they're rushing anything. And if we do mm-hmm. get X-Men versus um, Avengers, which is um, which is uh, Secret Wars, we probably get that after that first Mutants movie. And right. we'll, we won't get that. We probably won't get X-Men versus Avengers until closer to 2030. So you'll think they'll, they'll just kind of give us like little breadcrumbs for, mm-hmm. for a little while, like post-credit yeah. scenes for the next couple of movies. And they did that with. I mean, that um, makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, Thanos, did, right? they did that with uh, Wakanda too. They didn't know what they were going to do with Black Panther, and and I believe in Iron Man. Well, I know in uh, no in uh, the first Avengers movie, there was a board with doc uh, with uh, with that doctor, um, and there they had a Wakanda little. Uh, mm-hmm. They had Wakanda actually on the board, and I believe in Iron Man. Two, I think there was a map of Wakanda in the background. So they do they do these little breadcrumbs. Marvel does these breadcrumbs, and they don't know what they're going to do. And Kevin Feige, the um, chief creative officer for for Marvel Studios, at the time said, "Yeah, we just we knew we were going to do something with Black Panther. We didn't know what, and they just threw out little Easter eggs here and there." And the next one in Endgame was actually Namor, the Submariner, which um, they were talking about. They they heard trembles underneath. Um, underground near Wakanda, there, so they're going to go check it out. So that's a little uh, tease for that. Um, so if anything, um, and I think they, I think we did get a tease with uh, with WandaVision with mutants because Agatha basically told her, "You actually had something in you. The Mind Stone unlocked that potential, yeah. and so that is a little Easter egg for her being a mutant." Uh, Nabil says, do you think the Fantastic Four will be a success within the MCU considering the previous two iterations have been failures despite having a solid cast and I would say solid hype around both Fantastic Fours? The first time around, it was like, what? We're about to get Fantastic Four. The second time around, it was like, oh, that was so bad. They're finally going to do this correctly. And that was a disaster (laughs) as well. Is it just a cursed you know, uh, cursed team within the franchise. I don't want to call it franchise because what do you think? I, I, so the, the one with Jessica Biel, uh, not Jessica Biel, Jessica Jessica Alba, Alba. uh, that, that iteration of fantastic four, I I think it was okay. I think at the time we didn't know what we were doing with comic book movies. And you look back in the day, you had your hits, you had your, you had your Batman begins and your dark Knights and your Iron Man's and your Spider-Man, your Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man's. And then you had a bunch of, you know, you had Jonah Hex and you had uh, Daredevil and you had you had some crappy, very, very, very crappy uh, comic book movies. Um, and when that Fantastic Four movie came out with Jessica Alba, I thought it was fine with her and Chris Evans. I thought it was fine. Um, and then the one with so this is how petty Sony is not Sony. I'm sorry, Fox. So Fox had the Fantastic Four franchise and they were set to expire. 
So if Fox didn't make a Fantastic Four movie in four years after the last one, the Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer, if they don't make one in four years, the, the rights revert back to, to, to Marvel Studios. And so, so Fox, being very, very petty, they said, you know what? We're going to make one. And they put this, this crap together. And halfway through shooting, they changed directors. And so you have this stellar cast and you have this god-awful script and two directors and, and a four-year F you to, to, to Marvel saying we're going to keep these rights. And that's what you get. That's what you get. And I trust. Uh, I have a. I have a lot of faith in Kevin Feige and the way that they do, um, with the the way that they do uh, comic book movies. And if you guys don't know who that is, that's basically the guy that is the big, um, big producer over there at uh, Marvel Studios. And he also worked on the um, first two X Men, I think, movies uh, with Fox. He was a producer there. And yeah, so, he was on Community. Was he? Yeah, the fight. Both yeah. of them were. No, 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 no. Also, this is Ke- this is Kevin Feige, the producer, not uh, Joe and Anthony Russo. I'm sorry, I'm ta- I'm, I'm confusing him with the Russos. That's, yeah, that's the right, Russo sorry. brothers are the directors for Captain America: Civil War, the Infinity yeah. War, Endgame, um, and I'm they guessing they'll community. they'll be back for Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Kevin Feige had this dream. He put it together, and there hasn't been a lot of movies since he's taken over that had been bad. There have been okay movies. I thought Captain Marvel was okay. I thought it was average. Um, I thought Don't Shoot Me Here. I thought Black Panther culturally was mm. phenomenal. Mm. But mm. the movie itself mm. felt... It didn't feel special. Like, mm. it didn't feel... Mm. It, I don't like this. Jong, your old ESPN side is coming out, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Fen- uh, it was culturally one of the most important mm. movies that we could ever have mm, uh, but i thought the the <laughs> first the first two acts the acting was incredible but the third act felt very flat the the visual effects kind of gave out towards the end the big fight scene it just like it just you're kind of like yeah oh, man, it looks very cg um so i i thought that was uh I, it, it's still top half uh marvel movie for me but anyway there haven't been a lot of bad marvel movies since kevin feige has been given full control yeah thor the dark world that was before kevin feige gave got full control hulk same thing iron man two and three so i think that fantastic four is going to be a very very good movie and um i think john watts who is uh in charge of the spider-man franchise has been given the keys to the fantastic four franchise and i think that um uh, they're going to take their time they're going to write it and they're going to perfect it because this might not this might sound crazy but the fantastic four and the x-men are the two most important franchises in marvel comics and since they were with fox they were they were in the crapper marvel comics basically put them in the back burner because they were not very popular and they've essentially traded places with the avengers comics because back in the late 90s early 2000s the avengers were basically they were almost killed off in the comics because they were so unpopular and now here we are yeah yeah um okay real quickly uh because we have a ton of other topics i want to get to as well um by the way uh, so did you by any chance come across and watch the 
Snyder cut of Justice League I did that not. leaked yesterday? Because I know you were watching Tom and Jerry because oh, that's yeah. how it happened. You, you guys hear how it happened? <laughs> so people that were watching HBO Max, they tuned oh. in to watch Tom and Jerry and Justice League played the Snyder cut. Really? Part, yeah. I think partially. I think like yeah, uh, part, an yeah. hour and 40 something minutes. Jose, yeah. you got to get, you got to, you know, you got to tell Foot Locker to stop working too, too hard. <laughs> you got to get out of the stock room, bro. Yeah, get on Twitter <laughs> a little bit. He's I so have been on Twitter now. significantly less, and you know what? It's drastically improved my mental health. So <laughs> yeah, you, you like, give and you take. Now. Yeah, I have a job. Yeah. Okay, I think like Snyder now. Cut is gonna suck so badly. It's gonna be so bad because I rewatched Justice League. Uh, oh, did you do that to yourself? Because <laughs> I was, I was, I was like, you know, one, I was on HBO Max, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch Batman Superman first. The extended mm. cut, which was pretty, it wasn't bad. The extended cut is a lot better because you can actually, there's an actual story being told. Like they have the time, three hours. So I watched it. Then I did Justice League. And Justice League was, I don't think the story was as bad as we make it out to be. The CGI was trash. It was horrible. I haven't even seen it, truthfully. It, it was really bad. Like the CGI, it looked really bad. Um, and it was weird because... Batman Superman, it was set in the realistic world, right? Like, as real as you can for a comic book. I get it. Uh, but, the like, the cities themselves weren't CGI. They didn't look cartoonish. They didn't look comic bookish. And then Justice League did. Like, it reverted back to this weird comic book city and backgrounds. It, it just didn't feel right. So, I watched the trailer. I broke my no trailer Justice League Snyder cut. What? And it's the same thing. Like this, it's the same shots. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's gonna be that much better unless the storytelling is better. So there, I, the the movie's gonna be different. It's gonna be. It, it's supposed to be. Um, I forget what the length is, but it's supposed to be like four hours. Four hours officially. Four hours uh, plus. Yeah, four hours plus, and he's breaking it into like I think six or seven parts. Um, I, I know the first part's like this 20, 30 minute epilogue. Um, I'll, I'll start here first. Zack Snyder, maybe one of the best sim- cinematographers in Hollywood. Every single movie he works on looks absolutely beautiful, from Watchmen to to Dawn of the Dead, to um, to to all the DC movies, they look beautiful. Justice League was this Frankensteinian monster that Warner Brothers and Joss Whedon put together. Zack Snyder did about twenty percent of that movie. Zack Snyder is a god awful storyteller. Um, I would say he's average at best. I thought Dawn of the Dead was just fantastic. That that's very that that might be my favorite movie of his. Um, I thought Three Hundred was good visually stunning again um i think he did sin city too um so so his movies look fantastic but the writing is very off um man of steel of all the movies he's done i think man of steel man of steel is his best movie in dc batman versus superman the whole martha thing just killed me uh (laughs) that and just the the butcher (laughs) the for you to reveal wonder woman and doomsday in uh in the trailers that that was that was a no-no and then right after that they did justice league and i was like oh god this is just terrible and even man of steel they just demolished metropolis they demolished the entire world you're kind of like killing a lot of people (laughs) superman stands for hope and and saving people and they just like just leveled metropolis but isn't that what they did that because they had batman superman in mind right and that's where yeah batman yeah superman i guess he picked up and it was like the consequences of 
mm-hmm. Superman, right? Like setting up that whole uh, battle, which was, mm-hmm. which was better than I mean, Justice League. You're right. It was the, the storytelling is just not good. Yeah, so, it's not, yeah. and um, I think it, it's. I think the Snyder Cut's gonna be okay. It's gonna be fine. It's for something that's gonna be for my expectations. It's gonna be fine. I'm actually kind of excited to watch it because I want to see the difference between what we got in 2017 yeah. versus what we're going to get in 2021. Um, and I think the I think it's going to be better just because the 2017 version was such such a mess. That now are they releasing it all at once or is it? Gonna I believe be, so. It is right. It's going to be four hours straight. It's not mm-hmm. episodes because initially tune were, in next week yeah they were they were making it sound like he would it was going to be cut into like as jong mentioned it was going to be like six or seven different parts um but i i, I hope yeah i hope it's one full run and not uh find out next week what happens to aquaman like ugh. <laughs> i hope they don't do that no uh, but it's supposed to be broken into chapters but within those four hours like the epilogue oh, so is like the first 20 30 minutes okay. yeah okay gotcha uh jose anything uh other comic book related before we move on uh no no i think we we hit on everything we, we should we talk about i think jong's already watched this show that you you've been dying over the last couple of weeks if you guys want to talk about that i haven't watched it which one uh, um hunter Hunters? no 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 the brian cranston show oh okay so let me wrap okay so i finished uh hunters finally it was really good like it was fun. Uh, the ending, the last episode was. I don't want to spoil it if anybody is gonna watch it because of this podcast. Like I thought it was a fun ride, right? Like you're, you, it's a fictional show. You have to suspend disbelief. But that final episode was just a pain to watch. It was just so brutally dumb. But still, I recommend it. It was a fun like escape if you have if you don't have anything to watch, especially right now with Rockets basketball being as bad as it is. Like the Rockets are playing time. right now. No, yeah, that's. I'm telling you, I just watch in the mornings. I watch condensed games. I'm not watching two and a half hours of Rockets basketball. Uh, but I started Your Honor, Brian Cranston's um, award-nominated, global, uh, glo- uh, Golden Globe-nominated show on HBO. No, on Showtime. Excuse me. Yeah. Man, if you loved Brian Cranston as an ass in Breaking Bad and a hole. And you're like, man, I want more of this Brian Cranston. Can I get some of this? Yes, you can. Watch <laughs> your honor. It is, ooh, it's a gut punch every four minutes as well. I tweeted that today. It's a really hard show to watch because there's just so much intense drama packed into yeah. one episode. But it's really good. Brian Cranston kills it. Imagine uh, you're like, hey, what happened to Walter White? Did he die? Is he alive or dead? Well, he actually moved to New Orleans after uh, after that big shootout. He is alive, and here's what happens. That's what it feels like. So I highly recommend it. It's called Your Honor on Showtime. They're done with that show, right? Wasn't it a limited so. series? Yeah, it's a limited series. I I see ten episodes on there, so I'm assuming it's done. Hmm. Yeah, the last one aired on the 14th of February. Oh, perfect. So you haven't watched it, Jong? No, I haven't. I thought you had. I was. I thought. I thought you did, huh? No. Yeah, it's really good. Um, it's. I recommend it. I'm. That's like. I'm gonna go watch it right after we're done with the podcast today because I. I want to know what happens next. Some other things I want to hit on real quickly. Shout out to the Houston SaberCats. Uh, I'm their new stadium host. I forgot to tell you guys on here to start the show, but I will be there for all of their home games, and they have one more preseason game on Thursday. And then they have a big uh, 
you, it, it, the schedule runs until like June. So, yay, Saturday nights are busy. <laughs> so Make sure uh, they actually give you your reel, unlike someone else. I know Xbox still or Xbox the XFL Xbox. still uh, XFL still owes me. The, I'm, it's the side effects of the Pfizer. The, yeah, so I'm doing their stadium host uh, duties. I highly recommend it. It's there. It's a great stadium because one, it's it's outside, like fully outside, and you have seats everywhere. They're doing limited uh, capacity, so you have all the room in the world. Even if you don't want to sit in the seats, there's like there's a standing room area. You can just stand there by yourself if you want. That's what I do. I just stand in my little area and they go, hey, Raheel, come on up. And I'm like, all right, cool. I go, I go do my hit and I go right back there. It's pretty nice. So uh, check them out. The The new stadium is right where the Dynamo practice, the Houston Sportsplex. Tickets are very affordable. It's fun. It takes one match and you're going to be like, oh, okay. I kind of get what's happening. It's really cool. Guys are great. Team is great. So thank you to the Sabercats for the opportunity. Just want to put that out there. Congrats, um, buddy. Thank you. Thank you so much. I have a Drake question for you guys. Mm. Drake's. <laughs> Drake Scary Hours 2 came out, three songs. Did it? Yeah, people freaked out over Lemon Pepper Freestyle. I listened to it and I was like, oh, okay. It's just a bunch of words. Like, it was really, there was really no, I was like, oh, it's a freestyle, I guess. Does Drake put out good songs or does he put out good albums? Does he put out good albums, though? Because every song, because no. you look at the albums and the only songs they release are the good ones and he releases, mm-hmm. what, like three or four and the rest of the albums usually trash. And they're like 20 al- twenty song albums. Mm-hmm. No, he's, and I don't think he, he's, he like says otherwise. Like, yeah. it, it, I don't think he's under the man. impression that, I don't think he's under the impression that he puts out classic albums. He puts out classic songs. I'm yeah. telling you, he's Nickelback of hip hop. Wow. Ooh, that's strong. I don't know that's about no, that. Nickelback that's... has a lot of hits. You look at Nickelback's dis- discography. But not, not to the of level hits. of him. Like, no, I know, but like the... that's because there's a... they're actually good rock, like raps. I was gonna say rock songs. Did you look at? Did you look at him and you're kind of like, there's people that hate him and there's people that love him. And I feel like okay. Nickelback's kind of the same. Okay, I like the I like the spirit of that comparison. Would Imagine Dragons be a better comparison? No, that's that's not a bad comparison. Because because he's just very poppy. Yeah, they, they just put out continuous bangers. You're I like, don't oh, know. Who is this? Uh, well, you know what I've wondered? Is it the thunder and the lightning? Thunder, lightning, what is this? Oh, wait. I wish I there was a song that would talk about thunder and lightning. Imagine <laughs> Dragons. Boom. Hit. College football anthem. Uh, they put out bangers. But has anybody listened to their entire album? No. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think y'all y'all are cutting Drake a little short. I think Drake is fine. I think he's just a hit. Yeah, he's a hits machine. That's it. No, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you in that aspect. <laughs> J- but Lazy I don't J think says, I don't think the man's song is trash. <laughs> he's a he's a diehard Drake no, guy. Okay, why. so so I'll give him this this the the way that he's able to uh, the the success that's very respectable. The way that he uh, became this giant monster and. I mean, you look back and you're probably like, he's probably the biggest hit, biggest hip hop hit of the 2010s to the 2020, right? And so, no, I'm like, yeah, without a doubt, he's like, uh, but as a lyricist and as somebody that looks at his albums and listens to him, I, I, I'll give him the, I'll give him the respect that he's that, that I think that he deserves, and which is 
very you he's done a very good job becoming a uh media monster and um and somebody that i guess you would say somebody that's kind of opened up the game of the uh, i guess opened up hip-hop and no he's not top five of all time no rapper alive he said he's, he's not still not he's not top five he's not even better than meg the stallion what are you talking about <laughs> now I'm just messing with him. Uh, who would be top five alive right now? Jay Z, yeah, alive, alive, or actually doing music? Yeah, let's do doing music, active. active. Okay, Jay Z is number one, but he's not. He's not active. Yes, he is. Yeah, Jay Z. He just put out a song with Pharrell three months ago. Oh wow, I'm, I must have missed yeah. it. Uh, oh, yeah, Jay Cole. J. Cole for well, I know Raheel's not a J. J. Cole fan. I'm not J. But he, you have yeah. to put out of respect. You got to put him up there. Drake yeah. is in top five active for sure. Uh, Kanye, Kanye still no, active. Don no, so supposed to come out. Are we not. doing? So are we doing their career? Or are we not doing? Top five? Then who is Jose? Yeah, I guess yeah. we have are to. Are we doing career? Or are we doing like um, their last album? Like lyric? Are we doing lyrics? Yeah. What 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 are we just? Who's no, the most well rounded? No, 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 just do yours. Do everyone do your top five? With my okay. own context, it doesn't matter. Yeah, your own context. All right. Uh, one is Jay Z. Two is probably Kendrick. Three is probably Drake. Four is probably no. Actually, no. Yeah. Okay. So four would be Freddie Gibbs, and five would be J Cole. Yeah. Okay, Jong. Ooh. Um. Freddie Gibbs might be number one for me, actually. I'm a big Freddie Gibbs stand now. Um, I'll leave him okay. at four. I'll leave him at four. All right. Uh, let's. I'll go. Okay. It's, hmm. It's it's hard to do these in order, but. Um, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't put out a good one in a while, but I think Eminem is is my number no. one. No. No. Uh, I'm gonna um, kick you out. <laughs> you out. <laughs> Bro. The, uh, we can talk to talk about this another time, but I think I I I Kendrick is up there, J Cole for me is up there. Um, man, I think Jay Jay Z a little overrated. Um, I guess I'll put Jay Z up there. I, and by the way, you you struggling to find five is kind of speaking to what hip hop is right now and rap is. Right I, now. I think it's I think they're in a good state. Think, it's not. It's yeah, not. I, um, I agree. It's no, not. No, we're not at a no like, limit. Boom, we got our five. We're not at a no limit. Uh, oh, oh, Kid Cudi's up there. Um, I think I, we're not at a late nineties. I guess mid two thousands when when uh, Master P was running around. Um, mm-hmm. We're not at that point of hip hop. I think we're not at where we were a few years ago when we could rattle off a lot of people but i think we're and we're in a decent spot I, I think we're not it's not at the I worst think we're in a really good spot like you have you have guys for everything like if you're into the i hate using this term because people overuse it like if you're into the mumble stuff you got really good rappers who yeah. do the mumble oh, yeah. stuff. If, you're into lyrical stuff, if you're into lyrical stuff you've got freddie gibbs you've got all the guys from griselda like there's plenty of stuff to go around for everyone right now mm-hmm. like for whatever taste you have uh, Lazy Jay's talking all this mess, but I want to see his top five because uh, we've been doing this for six yeah, minutes he, now, and he hasn't. He's he has he all he's done is talk trash, and he hasn't put his list out because he knows he doesn't have one either. So, and, and you're on a keyboard, you can Google and stuff and all that, and you still don't have a list. <laughs> he's um, saying I sound like a 19 year old freaking Drake is for 19 year olds. I don't know yeah, what he's talking 19-year-old about. 19 year old girls. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, nobody mentioned Travis Scott, which was an interesting. I mean, uh, person left I off the he's list. Fi- I, he's fine. I, I, I do dock him a little bit because uh, I think uh, a while ago, before he got big, he was he was kind of like you know, talking talking pretty poorly, talking down on Houston hip hop, and then ironically, the way that he got big was to mesh yeah. mumble rap with his Houston hip hop, right? With, so yeah, I'm like, the, oh Atlanta man, I, 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 yeah. So I'm like, I I do lose a little bit of respect for you in that <laughs> aspect, but I I mean, I think he's okay. He's not he's not future. I mean, he's fine. And in, in terms of, uh, I think in terms of rapping, he's so he's really hit or miss. But he is damn good at, at crafting a sonically good sounding oh, yeah. song. Yeah. But rapping, he is very very hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Post Malone. In terms of rapping. Post Malone's on anybody's list. That's a good one. Uh, a lot of people left it. He like music. Post Malone hip. I mean, is he rap though? I, I mean, don't he technically him rap. is. But I, uh, if you're talking about docking points, at every turn he tries to just be like, "Oh, I'm not a rapper. Oh, I'm not just a hip hop artist." And I just look at people sideways when they take that mm-hmm. approach because it's like, what's wrong with being a hip hop artist? Like he yeah, sings like more than he biggest, raps yeah. though. Some of the biggest musicians in the world are hip hop artists now. <laughs> like it's not like a, he he does it in a way of t- trying to kind of like it's an almost it's an insult to call him a hip hop artist. I guess is what yeah. I'm trying to say, and I've never really liked that about him. He's so funny. Like everything he does is mainstream, except for he doesn't want to be known as a mainstream hip hop artist. Which yeah. Uh, okay, see, Lazy J. That's active. Attention. It's active. That's not active. Yeah, I can't even. Why? <laughs> I can't believe we. Two we of those are dead. Yeah. Two of them yeah. are dead. <laughs> Lazy J watched the Biggie documentary. He's like, oh, this guy's still alive. This is awesome, bro. <laughs> Nas is a good one because Nas's last album was actually good, and I totally forgot about it. Oh, he's yeah. he's he's one of my top five of all time. Okay, and so now this, let's, do, uh, let, okay. let's do based on who we listen to. Because, all right, I'll, I'll go first. Um, yeah. Do you want these in order? Because I could – I'll – You can kind of hmm. keep it in order. Uh, um, I, I think – I think Nas is up there for me. Andre 3000 is one of my favorites. Okay. Um, Eminem for sure. Eminem's up there. Uh, Tupac. I'm not. I'm not. I thought. Okay. Uh oh. Biggie's in the top ten, but I don't think he. I don't consider him in my top five. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. So how much? How many was that? That's uh, that was four. Oh. Okay. I want to be careful with this. Be careful Man. with five. Be careful, with, yeah, downtown. be careful with five. Post Malone uh, is Gordon Hayward. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Even though I dog on him a lot, I, I, I think Jay Z is top five for me. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, Dude, you can't I, you can't argue with his uh, with with the stuff that he put out. Yeah, uh, you didn't put Tyler the Creator in there, Jose. Uh, top five active. Yeah, I don't know. He's 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 he's. I think he's more in the lane of like just making sonically good music and not, but not necessarily. Uh, he's kind of like the same way we just described Travis Scott, but actually better at making cohesive albums. Yeah. I guess is how I would say it. I wouldn't say Tyler's a really good rapper, but he's a damn good artist and he's a damn good producer. Yeah, Lazy J. Like we we don't appreciate enough how good of a producer uh, Tyler is. All right. Um, okay. So, yeah. uh, I guess you want my list real quick or what? Yeah, yeah. Give it to me. Uh, Who you actually uh, listen to? 
So Freddie Gibbs is one then in that case right now. Okay. Kendrick. Uh, Freddie Gibbs, Kendrick, Jay-Z. Uh, I don't know if we still even consider Kanye. Do we still consider Kanye? Yeah. But I thought we are doing like an all-time list. Oh, we're, okay, if we're doing all-time, then Jay-Z won, Andre 3002. Then it gets a little murky for me. Uh, I won't I judge you for mo- putting Kanye up there. No, yeah, there's I can't. No, shame in Kanye no, 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 no. I'm not putting Kanye. Kanye's not worthy of top three. Wow. To me anymore. Eminem? No, <laughs> not Eminem either. Trey the Truth? Nah. Trey the Truth? No. Bun B? No. Paul Wall. Shout, <laughs> out to my, <laughs> shout out to my boy Bun, though. We shout got out to that Paul SPM Wall. reference. <laughs> Shout out to Paul Wall getting the career resurrection yesterday on Twitter. He was trending left and right. Good on him. I, so I guess I'd put Nas, Nas on three out of respect. Kendrick on four, at four for me. And who am I missing at five? I can't sit here in front like I listen to Biggie and Pac a lot. So I, I'm not. I'm not going to. Before your although, time. I know. Although I feel like I should. And M is definitely not top five anymore for me. So I guess I have to put Drake there. It's Drake or Kanye. Yeah. That's... Did you hang out with Freddie Gibbs last week when he was in town? I did not. The man <laughs> spent like all week at strip clubs. I thought it was just best for me to just keep my distance from my boy yeah, for a week. For sure. He was here celebrating the mask mandate being lifted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had a freaking meet and greet last week wow, here in Houston. Strange. Yeah. That's so weird. But I mean, respect to the man. The man in the last... From like 2017 to, to now, he's put out like five albums, and every album has been good. Okay. And like a couple of those have been, three of those have been collaborative albums with either producers or with an, another artist. And the guy has not missed in like five in a three album, in a five album stretch over three years. That's just okay. absurd. I don't think that's necessarily a good thing, though. I mean, unless you like all of it, because I think. I think Future probably did a disservice to himself when he, you know, a few years ago when he started releasing like two a year, and then uh, and then now we haven't hear heard from him in a while. The I think that, but the thing with that is like it's like they're all different lanes and they're different sounds. Like one's a collaborative album with uh, Currency, the rapper from New Orleans. The other one was uh, uh, Pinata, the follow up to the album he did with Madlib, which was. An incredible album. Now he did another album with uh, Alchemist, and he had a solo album where he kind of did like tributes to like '80s, like '80s sounds. So he has he's all over he's all over the place. So they all sound different enough to where I don't think you've been burned out if you're a Freddie Gibbs fan, at least as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I would like look. I didn't like Kanye's last stuff, but if he put out two albums a year, I'd be happy still. I'd be like, cool, I'm gonna listen to it. And pick you gonna buy the merch? Uh, no, not the merch. I'll buy the vinyls. The merch is too expensive for me. $75 for a t-shirt. I'm good. I can't do that. I think I of the three that. of us, I'm the only one that likes old Kanye. When you got uh college dropout, that's my favorite album of his. Ooh. Late registration is better than college dropout. No, I like you both. Nope. Did you both both not listen to my beautiful dark? Twist? No, no. I, I, oh, I yeah, that's his best but, album. but you can't have like 50 freaking features in a, on, a, on an album. But all his albums have a ton of features. Why, not, yeah, not all his of first his ones. Yeah, dropout had Jay Z, Lupe Fiasco in the second one. Like, what are you talking? Or the third one? Yeah, they have a but not as much as and my Most Dark Def Twisted on Fancy. One song. 
Yeah, they all all of his albums had uh, like if anything like it was with Mo- graduation yeah, they kind of dialed it back a little bit, but College his first two albums like, were really cool. loaded. Yeah, yeah. Talib Kweli's on it. Most Def's on it. Common. Common's on it. Jay Z's on it. Um, and at that time, I mean, these are like the biggest yeah, yeah, East yeah. Coast. Yeah, at, at the time, it's huge. Adam Levine. Yeah, Adam Levine. To he's start, on. He's uh, on late registration. Yep. So yeah, well, that, that's his thing though. He wor- he likes working with people. Yeah, that's, like that. yeah. But Monster has like five people on that one song. Yeah, yeah. That it's was four, the, that's it was a triumph. It's four. It was a triumph. I'm, 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 be, I'm exaggerating. I'm just including saying. including the Rick Ross intro where he calls himself <laughs> yeah. fat. Yeah, it's I'm just funny. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh God, we got a Ma- Macklemore top five. Macklemore. Yeah, Josh is just trolling. Definitely top five. Okay, we're out of time, boys. Uh, it's getting nine. Uh, it's getting a little late here, so we're gonna get this going. Hold on, Lazy J. I want to read one more comment just to mess with him. John was about to get canceled until he finally said something smart. College dropout is the best Kanye I'm album saying. of all time. Lazy J, get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, out I, of here well, I, I think also because uh, Through the Wire is my favorite Kanye song. Yes, that's a yeah. great song. Yeah. So, um, Childish Gambino. Nobody mentioned him. Which, uh, his, way, I don't think about him as a rapper either. Like he is, oh. he is, but he's like you know he's he's a rapper on his own terms. That's what makes him. So you know special. how? So I know how <laughs> Raheel feels about J Cole. I think that's taken to a another degree with Childish Gambino. I think he's I think he's good. I, love I think Gambino. yeah. I think I don't think I can listen to Childish Gambino's album more than once. And I think Raheel, you feel that about j cole right i can't listen to j cole albums once (laughs) not even once bro like i try i can't um by the way there's a podcast i've talked about it before on this pod on our own podcast but it's called dissect and the um the podcast author what he does is he takes an album breaks down each song of that album from a musical lyrical and production standpoint it's a beautiful podcast He did my beautiful dark twisted fantasy Kanye season one. That was like the one that I found out about this podcast. But he's currently working on because the internet as his Ooh, current wow. season. And the first episode, Jose, is phenomenal. Like it recaps uh, Donald Glover's whole career, and then it jumps into because the internet. So that highly album recommend is it. long Ooh, as that, hell. It's it I is. think eighteen songs. It had an hour movie. And then mm-hmm. it came, if you bought the vinyl, it came with a script, a manuscript. So he explains all that, why he did everything. So he doesn't have That's interviews awesome. with Donald Glover, but he pulls old interviews, puts it into one space, that podcast dissect, and then goes from there. So highly recommend it since we're talking about rap music right now and hip hop. I thought people would appreciate that recommendation. Okay. Speaking of other podcasts, Jong, please promote your great podcast with uh, Michael. Mike, uh, me and Michael, I love Michael Carroll, the the kindest guy in the world. Uh, please tell us. I miss him every day. <laughs> uh, it's called Comic Cast. We talk um, everything pop culture related. We Michael's a big gamer. We talk games. We talk uh, big Marvel, DC stuff. Uh, we'll occasionally talk comic books. Um, I think just because it's not as mainstream as some of the other stuff. Uh, we um, do a lot of stuff with David Ramon, who used to work at Gal Media as well. That's Jose's boy, who also who actually works at Foot Locker. He's a sneaker. Yeah, he he, he doesn't does. work for Foot Locker. He's there like their what is he what is he called like the sneaker expert or something. He he's he works for Nike 
or something. Some sort of like flashy corporate lingo. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we, we do stuff with, with David Ramon. Um, you can, uh, we're on every major podcast platform. Um, it's Comicast, C-O-M-I-C-A-S-T. And we do about two a week. Nice. Love it. And uh, subscribe. Make sure you listen to them. Follow them. They're great people. John, we appreciate you taking some time out, man. Thanks for having me. It's been a while. All right, man. Yeah, it has. Don't be a stranger. We'll get you back on again. Later, buddy. Bye, guys. Bye, John. I'm going to kick John out. Jose, we're going to say our official goodbyes, and then we're going to wrap this up. Anything we miss, Jose, today? Uh, I think... I think we're good. I mean, there's a lot of stuff we kind of had. To, we didn't really get to talk about the All-Star game. The dunk contest at halftime, let's not do that again. Let's never right? do that again. Yeah, let's the just not do that. The three-point shootout was awesome. That was fun. Um, the game itself, again, was like, yeah, look, the game starts. You have fun. You got moments. But uh, it was really – I don't think we understand how good of shooters these guys are, right? Right. Like what, what Dame and Curry did from half court – pulling up on the dribble not like it was just un- unreal like it was unless you play basketball and even if you don't you've ever shot a basketball i don't think you can understand or appreciate just how good that uh, just how great it is that what those guys are doing in the flow of a game uh, i get it's an all-star game and all that but they do it during a normal game as well uh, i mean dame does it in playoff moments and sends teams home with yeah. shots like that it's absolutely incredible and, and it was just awesome to see them just light it up again yeah josh wants uh, josh has asked us like three times now to talk about the miles leonard thing uh yeah that was man i can't believe that i, I can't i can believe it that that like somebody said that if you haven't heard myers leonard um who plays for the heat now yeah. he dropped a a a derogatory racial yeah. slur towards the Jewish community. And he apologized saying like, Oh, I didn't know what it meant, but I don't think it's fair for us to say what he, you know, like what his context is or how he says it. But it felt like Jose that he said that word a bunch of times because he did not stumble. He no. just went right into like, they were streaming. They were playing some game. I don't know what it was. I'm sure it was, uh, Modern Warfare or Call of Duty or I don't know I don't know any of it I'm aging myself here, but they were streaming a game and it was very just, casual it was ma- very matter yeah. of fact like it was just like another word like, like yeah like he's said it before it's like it's when like, I call oh you bubs God. like come on bubs like it was all natural yeah that was it was disgusting and yeah. he apologized he's on indefinite leave now as a rec- uh, at as we record this podcast that news came down according to El Jefe so oof man it was. Um, yeah, it, it was, it was, it wasn't surprising because you don't know these guys, right? Like we don't know. It was surprising that he did it in a public forum. Yeah. It was very, like, what are you doing? Like, no self-awareness whatsoever. And it's yeah. like, you're the same guy who gondered na- national attention for not kneeling. Like people are, are paying attention to you. Yeah. Like. Come on, man. Have some freaking self-awareness. It's not that hard. Um, here's another one. No royal family talk. Nah, I'm good. I haven't watched the interview. I need to. Not, I need to. The memes have been a one though. Yes, great memes. Great memes. I'm not gonna spend two hours watching it. My wife actually, she's like, I waited for you to watch it because 
you watch The Crown, so I thought you'd be interested in this. <laughs> and I said, no, the only reason I'm interested in The Crown is because it's good TV. It's not because I'm interested in British royalty. It's actually good television. It's good writing. It's good acting. I'll just wait season nine when they tackle the Meghan Markle stuff. I, and okay. I'll watch it then. Or are they going to cast as Meghan Markle? Ooh, I don't know. Mm. What if Meghan Markle does play Meghan Markle? That'd be sick. <laughs> That's meta. That, that'd be, uh, Sammy wants to us to talk about uh, you'll figure it out. Sammy <laughs> wants us to talk about Silk Sonic. Very nice. Yeah, that was very nice. It's total, like what you thought it would be, right? Uh, please respect Anderson Pac. Like, people are just kind of like, uh, just acting like it's Bruno Mars. <laughs> uh, John uh, said Zendaya as Meghan Markle. I actually, I actually <laughs> thought of that. That's pretty good. I actually thought of that. <laughs> That's pretty good. But I didn't want to say it. I, I thought it would be too much of an easy answer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, man, there's a lot. People are asking for a lot of stuff we didn't talk about. Uh, y'all going to talk about KD being anti HBCUs? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not. The KD didn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're good. Okay. We're good, out of time. Man. We've gone. We'll recap a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Because that was a long podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate you spending some time. Thank you to Jong Lee of Comicast for joining us to talk some WandaVision and everything else. And thank you, Jose, for taking some time out of your day to join us on the podcast as well. Thank you to all the listeners, whether you're watching live or listening on audio. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Stay spicy.